as we continue looking at the idea of being thankful in this Thanksgiving season, we want to look at what we looked at last week as we talked about the idea of Thanksgiving and those things that we associate with Thanksgiving, but what Thanksgiving is truly about is giving thanks for what is going on and what God is doing in your life. Uh, we looked at Luke 17, the story of the 10 lepers, where Jesus heals all 10 and one returns to say thank you. We talked about this idea of living with an attitude of gratitude um, and everything that we do, seeing the reasons to give thanks for what is going on because God has indeed done so much for us. And this week, um, we looked at the question of why is it so hard to say thank you? Why are we even having to do a series on thankfulness? Shouldn't it become, be natural? And I, and I realized that I think it's because we've become too focused on self or we, we find ourselves in an instant gratification society uh, we, we're, we're, or sometimes we're, we're hedging our bets and, or it's, it's not exactly what I want, so we don't say thank you. And, and I think this is shown in, in the book of Exodus chapter 32 where we hear about uh, the Israelite people and this is the story of the golden calf. But what we see is that God has already done so much for the Israelites that he's led them out of Egypt. He's, he's led them through the Red Sea. He's provided them with quail and manna and water in there as they are in the wilderness. And, and then we jump into Exodus chapter 32, verses 1 through 6, because uh, Moses has gone up the mountain to speak with God. And then we hear this. It says, when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain, the people gathered around Aaron and said to him, Come, make gods for us who shall go before us uh, as for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt. We don't even, we don't want to become, we, we, don't, we don't know what has become of him, rather. And so they're saying like, as that, so that guy, Moses, we know he did stuff for us, but we don't even know where he is. So we need, we need a God. And Aaron said to them, take off your gold rings that are in your ears and your, of your wives and your sons and your daughters and bring them to me. So all the people took out the gold rings from their ears, and they brought them to Aaron. And he took the gold from them, and he formed it in a mold, and he cast an image of a calf. They said, these are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up and out of the land of Egypt. And when Aaron saw this, he built an altar before it, and Aaron made proclamation and said, tomorrow shall be a festival to the Lord. And they rose early in the next day and offered burnt offerings and brought sacrifices of well-being and the people sat down to eat and drink and rose to revel. Do what? We hear about all the things that God has already done for them, and instead of giving thanks, they find themselves growing impatient. They find themselves, Moses goes up the mountain, and they're like, I'm bored. And this, and this, the first question that comes to my mind is, how often do we find ourselves becoming bored with church or with religion, or with what God is doing, because it's become second nature, and we've become so accustomed to it, so we forget to give thanks. We're bored. But, but then we also see in the scripture that they look around, and they begin to ask, all right, so it's great that God did this. It's great that Moses was there with God, but what have you done for me lately? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's great that all this happened while we were on our way out of the wilderness, but, but we, as we hear, Moses delayed to come down. And so they're, they're finding themselves going, where's God now? We've been here for a while and all that stuff that you did, it was great. But 
and, and how often do we find ourselves like these Israelites? We find ourselves being forgetful of what God has done and is doing in our lives. We find ourselves sometimes even feeling like, I mean, it was great that you did that, but I deserved it, really. I mean, I, I'm a good person. I deserve what I got. Or we find ourselves saying, I actually, I, I not only deserve what I, get, what I get, but I deserve more than what I get. And so we find all these stories taking place. And what's interesting to me is, is essentially, as we hear at the end of it, um, when they start worshiping this guy, Aaron builds an altar and they say, all right, well, we're going to have a festival for the Lord. So, so they're hedging their bets. This, these gods, they're saying, uh, we're going to still worship God, but God is just going to be one of many. And it reminds me of Joshua 24, verses 14 and 15, where it says, Therefore revere the Lord, and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods of your ancestors, served beyond the river and in Egypt, and serve the Lord. So this is that call to exactly what we're hearing here. To, to stop worshiping all these other things, these other things that we feel like will, will give us fullness, will give us that wholeness that we heard about in Luke 17, where when they came back and Jesus says, you have been made whole, you've been healed, you are, you are made whole through Christ. And so these are, we've tried our, to, to feel that void and find things that we can be thankful for when, Christ, when what we're hearing in Joshua and we're hearing even in Exodus is the only thing we need to be thankful for is God's presence with us because it goes on in verse 15 and says, Now, if you are unwilling to serve the Lord, choose this day whom it is you will serve. In other words, you can't serve God and something else. Whether it's going to be the gods of your, of your ancestors, served in the region beyond the river, or the gods of the Amorites in, those land, in whose lands you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. And so what we ultimately hear in this is that it's, that you, I mean, we, get, we are given the choice. God does not force himself upon us. We are given the choice as to who we will serve. But my hope is that we will not become like the Israelites and lose sight of this. And that we will forever give thanks as we recall that the best of all is that God is with us. Amen. Amen.